Hey everybody, Mav here. Thanks for tuning in to Xbox Ultimate Podcast. This is episode 14 now. I appreciate you tuning in. Amazon, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, or YouTube if you're watching it here. Um, appreciate the support. Uh, this is going to be a cool episode because we are on the home stretch now. We got 10 uh, days left uh, before the November 10th launch date of the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S. So uh, lots of fun things to talk about here. And uh, we're going to get kick-started again with the fun speculation of the week. Um, and that's going to be, what is next year's holiday big release title? You know, usually Xbox and some of these other uh, publishers, they kind of have like one major title that they go with, right, uh, before launch. Uh, or for, not for before launch, but at the holiday time, I mean. Um, so... You know, this year, Xbox is light on first party. They're going with optimized titles, you know, because uh, when they got Gears Tactics also launching for the first time on consoles. Um, But, you know, they had planned on Halo Infinite launching uh, this year, and it didn't happen. It got pushed back. It got delayed. Uh, So that kind of left a little bit of void. But also, it creates interesting opportunities for next year. Uh, where we're going to have a lot of stuff that could potentially be coming out. So that's what I was thinking about, and it's interesting. Uh, so going forward with all of these studios, now we expect the Bethesda Zenimax acquisition to be uh, finalized, I think, probably early 2021, maybe February or March sometime. That's what some people are saying. I don't know how long it's going to take. Um, however... You know, they have a lot of games in the works. One of those is Starfield. Um, that could be a holiday release. We also have these ga- games that are timed exclusives on PlayStation that could be dropping sometime next year uh, for Xbox as well. And I'm talking about Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop. Um, and then we also got, um, let's see, Elder Scrolls Six. I think that's a, a few years away. Um, I don't know if we've heard what Machine Games is working on. Uh, they also have another studio named Roundhouse, um, and we don't know what they're working on. Uh, so there's some interesting things there. Plus, also, we know that the initiative has been at work on a game for a few years. Uh, Fable has been in development at Playground for a few years. Um, so next year, could see some pretty big releases. Then also, don't forget about Forza Motorsport, which looks like it's getting a full-on reboot and uh, is going to be going into the uh, next generation with some um, interesting uh, takes on what Forza is. Because I don't think it's going to be like Forza 8, right? I think it's going to be like a reboot. And So I don't know how long that game's going to take to development. They did say early in development when they were discussing that game. Um, however, we don't know what that means. That could just be, you know, marketing speak. Um, so there's a lot of possibilities here. Um, we, I'm putting the launch line up right here on, uh, the series X series S optimized titles on YouTube. So you can kind of see what's here this year. Um, and that includes first party and third party. Um, but we got all these games. Now, what is going to happen in 2021? Are we going to get the initiatives game? I would, I would think there's a chance at that. There's also the Compulsion uh, Studio who made We Happy Few and came on to Microsoft, and I think they were acquired because of whatever they were working on. Now, we haven't seen that game yet, and I think we're going to see it uh, fairly soon. Um, so it's possible 
that we might see that uh, game. And that could be a 2021 title. Uh, there's also Avowed. I think that's probably 2022, if you're going to ask me personally. Uh, but you never know. Obsidian is a talented studio that can uh, get games done at a reasonable time frame. Um, that's the game they wanted to make. And I believe that's one of the reasons they were acquired also is because that game was impressive to uh, Microsoft. Um, so the problem that Xbox is going to end up having is that they're going to have so many games and they're going to have to figure out how to space them out. Now, I don't know what 2021 looks like, but going forward 2022, 2023 and beyond, it's going to be crazy, right? Um, I, I hope some of these games are 2021. I know that uh, Psychonauts was uh, delayed, so we're going to get that at some point in 2021. Um, but Holiday, I think we're going to get that before Holiday for sure. Um, now, is Halo Infinite going to be delayed enough to be the Halo the 2021 uh, big fall holiday release? It could be. Um, there was a, the one of the studio guys, uh, Chris Lee. Uh, he was a uh, creative uh, director, and he is no longer there now. So um, that I don't know how much that's going to affect the development timeline of that game, uh, but that could end up getting pushed to 2021. Uh, holiday as well you know we don't know Halo's always traditionally been a, a fall holiday release and um you know they could want that limelight on it uh with the anticipation now they also could have been kicking around the idea of releasing it in parts with the multiplayer coming before the single player so that's possible as well and we also got state of decay 3 would be a possibility uh, it could be years away we don't know you know um it looks like they're going to probably put more effort into the development of that game and it's going to be a, a bigger title than the the last two uh, i think they're going to uh probably um maybe invest more time and resources into that game to make it bigger than it is now which is still a great game but it always kind of releases with quite a few uh issues and they kind of iron those out at over time and add a lot of content as well so a state of decay 3 is a possibility um i'm curious on what all we're going to get there's just so many possibilities that's why i was thinking about this so you know right now i would say i think we're going to see what the initiatives game is um on november 9th i just a theory i have there's nothing behind it just then i think it would make sense and i think that game could be 2021 holiday um so that's that's uh, let me know what I want to know what your guys thoughts are like what games make sense to be the 2021 holiday you know big game for for Xbox or are they going to have more than one because they have so many genres that are covering now you know are they going to have you know an RPG you know are they going to have the racing game are they going to have the first person shooter you know are they going to try and cover their bases with a bunch of different genres uh, for holiday, they because those games aren't necessarily going to compete with each other as far as uh, outreach. And the other thing is with Game Pass Ultimate and uh, Game Pass, it doesn't necessarily uh, matter as much because you're trying to drive subscribers and you're not necessarily competing for that sixty bucks between each game. You're competing for people to subscribe to Game Pass, so you can have three or four games come out roughly around the same time every every couple months um, or maybe every month, you know, and you're going to drive 
subscriptions, uh, especially if they cross multiple genres, because that's just adding to the variety, right? Um, so that's kind of it for that topic. But I want to hear from you guys. Send me an email or leave in the comments on YouTube or on Twitter. You can DM me at Fun Speculation. Um, I, I want to know uh, what it is you guys think. What's going to be the 2021 lineup for Xbox? Um, so I kind of wanted to go into because AMD had their show um, this week, and I was uh, pointed to this by a community member. I talked about him before, Fugly. He he told me, hey, this, this show's happening. And, you know, I don't really follow PC gaming that much, so I, it wasn't really on my radar. But it's an important. it was an important event because um, this kind of led the way with Xbox being able to reveal and talk about some things that they've been ho- having to hold back a little bit. Now, they've, been, they've said it, but some people, for some reason, were in disbelief about it. But they do have all the features that are in our DNA 2 from AMD. And um, I... I'm not going to try and talk too much tech because I am not a tech guy, right? Um, however, it seems like with these newest graphics cards, uh, they are going. The Xbox Series X is going to be able to support all of those features that is supported on that, and that's exciting uh, compared to the competition, which may have a different approach. I don't know exactly how exact uh, how is being implemented over there. Um, so I'm not, like I said, I'm not a tech guy. Um, but what I've been seeing is that it's not necessarily the full set um, from the RDNA who is going to be on the PlayStation. So uh, we'll see exactly how that plays. I think ultimately it doesn't really matter because both systems are going to have great looking games and it's up to the developers really to make and create these beautiful worlds. And it's going to be who is the more talented studios and which games have most of the more investment put into them and that kind of stuff uh, that is going to show through um, in the end product when we get to actually play these games. However, the reason I was kind of bringing that up is because also after that reveal, we start seeing some new things. We saw Ubisoft put out a little video for Watch Dogs Legion, which just played, which just launched um, the other day. And I did play it on Xbox One X. It it, uh, looks beautiful. It plays great. It it's a fun game. You can check out some of my gameplay on stream. I'm going to keep playing that game. But man, when I saw this footage that they released of the game running on the Series X, um, I was kind of astounded. Um, it is uh, beautiful. Uh, this game is taking full advantage of ray tracing on the uh, Series X and transforming from the One X version. You know, um, I think... People that had been kind of saying, you know, hey, the Series X hasn't shown any gameplay. You know, the Series X hasn't um, shown ray tracing, really. Um, We're kind of surprised by some of the footage, which I have rolling here on YouTube now. Um, And it really, I mean, this this gameplay was captured on the Series X. Um, and it does show a lot of ray tracing capabilities. And that's also, you know, another thing where, you know, they're not giving us the option here. They're locking the game at 30 frames per second um, and with ray tracing at 4K. Um, so that's the developer option that and developer choice that they chose to, you know, take advantage of the ray tracing because they want it to be kind of a, a, a visual showpiece game. Now, for this to be an open world game and this amount of ray tracing, um, it's pretty impressive, 
And, you know, I think a lot of people that had doubts now, uh, this little video that they have put out has answered a lot of those questions. Um, and uh, maybe there was something with AMD where they couldn't really show this stuff until, um, until that, um, until that they had their little event, you know, and their, and their announcement on, um, what the RDNA two features were and all that kind of stuff. I'm not exactly sure, but the timing of this happening right after that was kind of, um, it made sense, you know? So if you're watching this, you can kind of see what people are talking about, um, and that's, you know, I, I was on a different podcast the other day uh, and they were, t- were talking about, you know, uh, ray tracing is, is an important. And, you know, I, I think it's important to have options, you know, because if you can make something look as good as possible, um, you should. Now, it is going to affect performance when you put ray tracing in a game because it is very demanding. So you, where this game may have been able to be running at 60 frames per second, uh, now it's going to be 30 frames. So that's, that's kind of up to you what you prefer. Now, the developer in this case decided that, hey, ray tracing is important to them, and they wanted to make that what they uh, show showcased. Um, it's nice to have options, so maybe, hopefully, in a up, there'll be an update later where they will have an option for 4K60 um, without the ray tracing. But, you know, after seeing the video, and I, I'm excited to try it for myself because I haven't, like I said, I've been playing... Um, Watchdogs Legion on the One X, and you know I'm excited to see. I'll be able to see the difference, and I'll, then I'll really be able to tell. Hey, how how important? Which do I care more about? Do I care more about this ray tracing, or do I care more about you know the uh, frames? Right. Then then the other thing of that is some games, not not many probably, but some games will be able to do both. We'll see. You know, I think it, I think it's a possibility for some games to hit 4K 60 with ray tracing. I don't know how many there will be. Um, but I think it's either going to be kind of 4K 60 or uh, 4K 30 with ray tracing, right? Um, so again, I'm excited to try it and see, you know, hey, how important is that to me? But the, the video has me definitely questioning it. Now, somebody had also made a point on one of the other podcasts uh, that um, maybe it would make sense for, you know, multiplayer to be like the 60 frames and 120 frames experience where without ray tracing and then the single player where you care more about the visual experience and trying to get as immersed as possible, uh, be 30 with ray tracing. But yeah, it is, it is stunning. And I, the more I watch it, the more impressive it gets to me. Um, so that, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about that. And, you know, it's impressive. Now we talked about this before, you know, before launch, are we going to start seeing gameplay? You know, are we going to start seeing some of these next gen features? Well, we've seen, uh, and heard people talking about Gears 5 and those optimizations and how it's a transformative experience compared to the uh, 1X version um, and how beautiful it is. And even one guy I heard say that it looks better than anything that he's seen next gen. And then now we're seeing this Watch Dogs Legion uh, video of the Series X footage. Um, and wow, it's, you know, we're in store for maybe more visual improvements than I actually thought we were going to get um, on next gen hardware. I thought it was just going to be the feeling and maybe some visual enhancements and stuff, but you know, we can't get a game that looks like this running on one X, right. Uh, with, a, with, with all that lighting effects and you know, it's just, it's just gorgeous. So I, that gets me even more excited. Um, so yeah, that also kind of had me thinking, you know, like 
what do we have in store for Forza Horizon 4? Because that's one of the games that they announced that is optimized for the Series X at launch. Okay? And they haven't really shown it. You know, they've shown um, some Gears 5 stuff. Um, and they've shown... Now we've had some third-party stuff. Um, and that's a big title for them, Forza Horizon 4. And I'm wondering if it's getting as much um, treatment as Gears 5 is. Because uh, Gears 5 is kind of going all out on with extra content and, and all that kind of stuff, right? So maybe we have some news in store for us for Forza Horizon 4. I, they did say that it's going to be, you know, 4K 60, and we're going to have, like, a PC, like, the ultra settings or whatever, the highest settings um, PC uh, for that game. So already, you know, it's going to be beautiful. But I wonder if there's any any new things they're going to be implementing that we haven't seen yet. So I know Playground uh, is hard at work on Fable, but um, they got to have two teams working there to have Fable and also keep Forza Horizon in development. And that's another possibility on, you know, 2021 titles. Right for holiday, we haven't seen Forza Horizon Five. I'm curious if that's a possibility. Um, if you know they've been hard at work at one of the, at the next Forza Horizon game, and that's a possibility for a 2021 title. You know, I, usually you know they kind of have always gone Forza Motorsport, Forza Horizon, Forza Motorsport, Forza Horizon. Well, you know we got Forza Horizon Four uh, last year, and this year, we don't have a Forza game. So this would usually be Forza Motorsport slot. But they are uh, skipping this uh, time, uh, this launch window, uh, I guess, because Forza Motorsport is undergoing a higher um, reboot or, or something, right? A new engine and all that kind of stuff. So maybe, um, maybe that'll be... Forza Horizon 5 in 2021. Uh, that would be interesting, right? I, I'm uh, I'm curious to see, you know. Um, so also, uh, I, there was another game that I had been thinking about. Um, and it, this game had not, we haven't heard anything else about it really or um, seen much about it lately, uh, but it still says it's coming out in 2020, and that's Crossfire X Campaign. And it's being developed um, uh, by uh, Remedy, right? Uh, so, where where is it? Is it is it still coming out this year? Is it coming out in December? Is it coming out next year? Um, that could be a surprise game that we could be getting more information on. Just like I thought, maybe Forza Horizon Four, we could maybe get some surprise information on. Um, that's another game that we could have like, hey, uh, right before launch, they talk about it and it comes out uh, within a few weeks or comes out within a month after launch or something. Um, the footage we've seen from that game looks looks impressive. Um, I'm thinking that either they are delaying it and we don't know when it's being delayed or it is still coming out and they're waiting to drop the news for us. Uh, but they have not changed it yet. So I'm intrigued to see what's going on there. Um, it could, like I said, it could be a fun, you know, next-gen type experience shooter that we're going to get. Um, and it's, it, yeah, I believe that game is 
Uh, I got to look up to make sure, but I believe it's exclusive on Xbox, at least a timed exclusive. I'm not sure. So, you know, we need to uh, see more of this. Uh, I I wasn't a big fan of the beta for the multiplayer that they had on that game. Uh, Maybe that's why we haven't heard much about it, because some of the hype has uh, died around it. Uh, But I think the campaign, after talking to people, you know, with it being developed by Remedy, has got some hope, right? I think... I think the campaign um, could have a better feel than the multiplayer and maybe a good story behind it uh, because that's what story, uh, that's what Remedy does is they're good storytellers, right? So I, I'm intrigued by that game and I, I hope we see some more from it soon and another announcement or at least some information about, hey, it is delayed or what's going on with that game. Um, so again, that was Crossfire X, right? Um, and then speaking of game delays, you know, we've had some, <laughs> uh, we've had some this, this past week, uh, cyberpunk again, uh, was delayed. Um, we've had, uh, far cry six delayed, you know, this is, a, this is not anything to be alarmed about guys or, or anything like that. You know, it, it it's disappointing for a lot of people when you're excited about something, and all of a sudden you find out, hey, you're not getting it as soon as you wanted to. But these games have a lot of people working on them. There's a lot of moving parts. Uh, there's a lot of things that can cause little hiccups here and there that aren't that aren't that aren't that concerning. You know, we've had, uh, you know, Halo Infinite was the big one. You know, that was that's the one where there's people are like, hey, there's more red flags there just because you you got people leaving the studio. You got new people coming in. Um, The amount of marketing they did around it, around for the launch of the consoles, people were surprised and it had to be a hard decision to delay that game. It's been in development for a long time. So but also, you know, you got coronavirus, you got pandemic, COVID, you know, everything happening this year. That's thrown a you know, people's plans are, are not necessarily always going according to plan, according to what they wanted right now, you know? So it's, it's interesting to see what's going on with these games being delayed. Um, it's also a common occurrence, right? You know, it happens. We've seen this for years as these games get bigger and bigger and there's more and more people working on them. From not just one studio, there's a lot of different people that work on these games from outside sources and everything like that. It's going to be common for these things to happen. And the most important thing is that we get good quality games when they come out. So Far Cry 6, Cyberpunk, you know, I think are going to be fine. And uh, especially Cyberpunk, I mean, it was only delayed for a few more weeks. Let's say it is delayed again. You know, we'll see what happens, but that game has been developed for a long time, and the the developer is extremely talented. They know they got a gold mine on their hands. They have high standards. You know, they want to make sure that it's released up to the utmost quality um, from their expectations. Um, and you know, Ubisoft right now, you know, even though they've had the behind the scenes stuff, you know, kind of um, causing them issues. Um, with some of the uh, some of the uh, staff and executives there, um, the the games that we've seen from them right now with Watch Dogs Legion, and then we got 
uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which also looks gorgeous coming out. Um, it looks like we're okay uh, right now with, with Ubisoft and the quality that they're going to be putting out. That's what it seems like, right? Uh, Far Cry 6, the initial reveal um, was was pretty impressive. It looked like they were going in an interesting direction there with the story. Um, so I think Ubisoft has got some great things in the works. I do still want to see Splinter Cell from them. I'm, I'm crossing my fingers and hoping, you know, but uh, I wouldn't worry too much about, you know, the Far Cry delay right now. Um, so it's just going to happen, guys. And, you know, it's okay to be disappointed, right? Oh, that sucks. You know, ah, I, I was excited to play that then. But, you know, don't, like, be angry to the point that, you know, you start sending people messages or letters uh, saying how uh, upset you are and, and uh, you know, that some people go way above and beyond too much, right? At the end of the day, it's video games or for our enjoyment, you know what I mean? So uh, I can't wait to play these games and... If they need a little bit more time in the oven to reach the standards that we have, then so be it. Personally, I was disappointed when Halo Infinite was delayed. I was like, oh man, that sucks. You know, I want to play that game. But am I like outraged and, you know, uh, sending letters and stuff like that? No, I mean, it's not, at the end of the day, it's not a huge deal. It's a video game. You know, this is all a fun hobby. It's about having fun. It's about, it's about and um, having a, a a great time, whether it be like an emotional story, uh, a scary story, or a fun story, or you know, action adventure or a shooter. This is all entertainment. And if they can't get the entertainment that we're looking for in the time that we're looking for, we don't have to be upset about it. We can just be saying, "Okay, you know, get it when you get it to us, and we're going to be great." You know. And sometimes there's wor- things to worry about with some of these things that you love. Like there's sometimes there's things to worry about with Halo and the development there, or like uh, and some things. But you know, I, I don't think Far Cry or or um, uh, Cyberpunk is those games right now. So, um, yeah. So it's going back into that topic. So three four three. So we're kind of diving right into this because. You know, we talked a little bit about this. They had the creative director, Chris Lee, who has uh, left, and he's still with Microsoft, supposedly in a different position. Um, and they are still, you know, hard at work making Halo. And, you know, I've talked about this a few times this, this past week now with uh, on different shows and stuff. But, you know, I, I don't know the guy personally, and I don't know the, the people that work there. And so I can't, I can only speculate as to you know, what's going on or whatever. And for me, I think, you know, Joe Staten being there, um, kind of, he's the man, right? He's, 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 if, if you have one of the original guys from Halo that like wrote the story on Halo and, and helped develop the lore and all that, you know, you got one of the godfathers of Halo now in your studio and he's, he's kind of probably going to lead in the creative direction of where that studio is going, uh, for the game. And that may maybe made Chris Lee not as you know important on that project potentially. Maybe they moved him somewhere else. So while there are some red flags there, I wouldn't be like ringing the alarm bells 
Um, I'm just glad that Joe Staten's with the with the studio, and that hopefully um, that he gets everything on track with what's going on there. And we uh, see Halo sometime in 2021. Whether they release the multiplayer first, whether they uh, release the multiplayer, which is free to play, and the campaign at the same time. I'm excited to play Halo regardless. I, I was happy with what I saw. Uh, graphically, there could have been some improvements, but we've seen uh, other games dramatically be improved um, with graphics before launch. Um, just like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, we've seen Scorn get uh, that new gameplay that looked like it w- was really impressive. Um, so I keep naming these games, and these, all these games are coming. It's like we've gone through so many different... Uh, games now. You, earlier you saw Hellblade 2 on Scissor Reel if you're watching on YouTube. That that game could be 2021. We don't know. It, it's crazy, right? Ultimately, as Xbox fans, we're going to have so much to play and Halo is is the Mac Daddy. You know, it's it's what we all want. It's it's one of the biggest gaming franchises out there. Um first party wise, it's as big as anything, right? People love Halo. People love to hate on Halo because of how big it is, right? And and that's okay. Ultimately, we just want a good game. I think we're going to get it um, with Halo. And I think that a lot of things that we're worried about at the end of the day uh, we'll have a laugh about at, when the game eventually comes out. So my hope is maybe like may of 2021 but realistically you know it could be it could be later you know um there could be some creative decisions being made uh, where they have to change some things in the direction they're going um with bringing joe staten in kind of leads to you to think that's a possibility uh to get some things corrected there and um i think it's in good hands now so We'll see where it goes. There's probably going to be some more adjustments made at the studio, and it's probably going to raise a lot of red flags to people. Uh, but I think these things have kind of already been happening, and uh, things that maybe are are for the good, right? So um, it's not necessarily anything to be, uh, have doom and gloom about. It's about optimism and about ha- being excited for the product that eventually, hopefully, they get it right. Now, if Halo Infinite comes out and it's trash, you know, then that's different. Right then, okay, you need to get a go in a completely different direction with new new guys. But you know, I personally, one thing I wanted to see, and I've I've talked about this a few times. You know, you have ID who makes Doom, right? I'm gonna bring some Doom footage up here for you guys. Um, you have ID who makes Doom. Why not have them make a uh, just like a single player focused, you know, story driven uh, campaign that's more pure action and less story, right? Um, and have, you know, you be like a rogue Spartan, right? Um, either going and taking out the Covenant or like um, going and who knows? I don't know. I want to see an id Halo game and to see just what it could be because I can just watch Doom and I can play Doom and I can feel it and I can see it and I want it to happen. I want you to be going around with an energy sword and uh and a uh, assault rifle, battle rifle, whatever, and taking out Covenant in the in the id style. 
you know, just as a different experience, right? Maybe even ODST. Who, who knows? I want to. I want to see something from them with Halo, and, and it's going to be possible in the future. It would be for a few years, probably, but just a thought. Um, so moving on from uh, Halo and three four three. You know, this a lot of people may don't like some of that talk, kind of talk, right? Oh no, we're like trashing on Xbox, trashing on Halo. No, we're not. You know, every uh, if you don't like talk about this stuff and 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 criticize occasionally. Um, then, and give positive criticism and then, you know, the things you're a fan of, you know, can't really be improved sometimes. So, um, yeah, I think it would suck if Halo Infinite came out and it was trash, but I personally don't think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a great game. Um, all right. So that moves on to my next topic. November 10th. Xbox is having a launch event. That's not what we expected when we've been talking on this show about, hey, is there an event showing up the day before launch, which would be November 9th, right? Are they, where they're going to have a bunch of reveals and all that kind of stuff. Um, no, this is not that. Uh, this is a event to celebrate the launch of the console with the fans in a different way. They're going to be playing games with the developers and uh, they're going to be, um, you know, having some like special guests and stuff like that. Uh, you're probably going to see some executives and stuff playing games with, with people and stuff like that. Uh, this is going to be kind of a, a fun thing for fans as an event, um, but I don't think that's the big announcement day where we're going to have anything. And they actually made it a point to say, this is not a press release event. This is not for announcements. But they didn't say anything about November 9th, right? So I kind of found that interesting. Now, would you announce huge news the day of launch when everything's already dropping and people are busy picking up their consoles? No, I think you'd do it before. Now, if you go back to... Now this is fun speculation again here, right? If you go back to right before pre-orders went on sale... Uh, they had already made an announcement that, hey, there's not going to be, at Tokyo Game Show, there's not going to be big news there. Don't expect that. They're trying to set proper expectations, especially after the May event, where people were so excited to see gameplay. And I think they were excited to see stuff like what they just showed us with Watch Dogs, Legions, and Ray Tracing. If they had shown that at back in May, people would be like, have had a completely different experience at that May event, right? People would be like, oh my gosh, but it didn't happen, right? So they set pro- improper expectations and they owned up to it afterwards. So they made it a point clear at Tokyo Game Show to say, this is not going to be a, a, an event that we're having here where we're going to make a bunch of announcements, Right. This is going to be more showing stuff that that you already know about and stuff like that. Okay. Now, what happened the day before pre-orders went live? Out of the blue. We woke up early in the morning and we found out about the Bethesda and ZeniMax acquisition. And that was real. It happened. And they just surprised us with it the day before. And that was a Monday. Okay. If I look at my calendar here, 
November the 10th is a Tuesday. Microsoft has been dropping news on Mondays. Monday is November 9th. They are having some launch events on Monday, late at night, in New Zealand, um, Mexico, and maybe some other places. We don't know yet. I think on November 9th, we are still going to get some information. We're still going to get some news. They're going to show something to drive the hype and excitement of the the launch of the Series X and Series S. Um, There is What I've been hearing is there supposedly is going to be consoles available at the retailers to purchase and they want people to be excited about it and i think if you are going to have something else big to announce that's not at the game awards later this year then that is the time to do it not when people are going and picking up the consoles and are setting them up and and trying to play their new consoles you want to do it before that and you want to do it right before that on november 9th so i think that's what's going to happen We'll see what it is. Like I, I keep saying, I think we're going to see the initiative's new game then. I don't know if, if we are or not. I hope we are, you know, um, because I've been saying it. So I, I hope they make me look good. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I, I want to see the initiative's new game. There, there's been a lot of little things happening on Twitter with Drew Murray and, you know, Daryl Gallagher. They just tweeted that they had a, like a meeting for the first time um, in person with each other uh, since like March, I believe. Um, you know, Drew Murray tweeted the picture of his daughter playing the game. Um, then you also have, uh, he actually responded to me once on Twitter and he was like, I was like, what are you guys up to? He said, drinking beer and making games, right? Uh, it seems like cool guys. Now, the other thing is, what is the game? Is it, is it a third-person action adventure game? I think so. If you go back to some of the history with these guys, you know Drew Murray was uh, involved with Sunset Overdrive at Insomniac, right? Um, and then uh, Daryl Gallagher, who's the head of the initiative, uh, also worked on uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Um, and that that's cool stuff. You know, you got um, these guys that have these. Um, third-party action games, right? Um, working together, and you also have a, a lot of other talented st- people in the studio from developers like Naughty Dog and uh, Sony Santa Monica and other in other places. So uh, I'm excited to see what they come up with, and I hope they reveal it soon. November 9th is what I have penciled in, but we'll see. It could be a Game Awards announcement, or they're going to have so much stuff to announce. They could end up holding it back and waiting. Uh, but I keep going back to what Matt Booty said at the Xbox Game Showcase, uh, where he did say, expect um, the other games, the other studios' reveals to happen before the end of the year. We're, we're running out of time here, folks. <laughs> you know, we got the Initiatives game, we got. Um, we got Compulsions game, um, and there may be more. I, I can't think, you know, 100% what else there is right now uh, that has not been revealed. Um, we got In Exiles working on something. You know, I think that's early in development. Um, so I think I think we're going to see some more this year, just like they said. Question is, how much are they going to show at the Game Awards? Are they going to do their own thing later this year? 
Or is it going to be on November 9th where they're going to surprise us with some stuff? Maybe even another acquisition, you know? So it'll be interesting to see. Um, now, I want to talk about my Game Pass game of the week. We're going to go into that now. Now, this is a little bit different this week because this is games. But they're all hitting at the same time. And I have not played either of these three games. And it is on my... Um, I, it's in my uh, shame list. Like, I should have played these, right? As a gamer, I should have played these games. Um, But I haven't. Now they're on Game Pass, so I for sure am going to try them. And that is... Grim Fandango Remastered, Full Throttle Remastered, and Day of the Tentacle Remastered. And we are getting these because of the Double Fine acquisition that happened. Um... Tim Schafer and his guys are on board with Xbox. These games are coming to Game Pass. They're going to reach a new audience. Uh, people have never played them before, just like me. So that's why I kind of want to bring them to attention. They are adventure games. They are all, all three of these are classics. A lot of people have a lot of love for these games. Uh, so that's why I am excited to try them. So, again, that is three games. Grim Fandango, uh, Full Throttle, and Day of the Tentacle. All remasters uh, by Double Fine. Um, and that's just a, such a great acquisition from Xbox to get Double Fine. Because they're going to be a, a game studio. We talked about one of their games before, Brutal Legend. That's going to be a game studio that's capable of larger titles. Capable of putting out smaller titles. Capable of making interesting games. Um, just They've put out a lot of great Xbox 360 arcade games as well. Um, that I really enjoyed. So I'm looking forward to playing Psychonauts 2 when that comes out. Um, and also everything that they're going to have uh, to show us going forward with new game reveals. Um, so yeah, Grim Fandango, Full Throttle, and Day of the Tentacle. Um, and that's going to be it for this week, guys. <laughs> Next week is going to be an interesting week because it's only going to be uh, a few days before launch. So we'll see. We may know some more things to talk about then. It's going to be awesome. And uh, we're going to have uh, maybe maybe next week I'll see if I can't have a guest. I- I'm going to look into it, you know. Um, and we may do the show a little bit differently next week just because it's the last show before uh, the launch of the consoles. Um, also, I am going to be on Green Pass Gaming on November the 9th. Um, for like a launch special, like a, a pre-launch Eve, <laughs> like uh, next-gen special. And uh, so check that out. Uh, again, their YouTube is Green Pass Gaming. Uh, awesome guys over there. Um, it's been a fun week for me. I, I actually was invited to be guest on several different podcasts. And last night I had my uh, Fun Speculation Fright Night uh, special live stream event where I gave away a copy of Cyberpunk 2077. So thank you to everybody who turned out and for the guys who uh, and gal who stuck around and played uh, games with me um, to help with the stream. It was a great time. It exceeded my expectations. Uh, The community keeps surprising me with how amazing everybody is. Um, uh, Just an awesome time I've been having doing this the last uh, few months. And I hope it keeps going and we're just going to keep growing. Um, You know what? It is going to keep going. You know what? I'm just going to keep doing this and see what happens with it in the future. 
Um, I love playing games and I love talking about them. Streaming games has been fun for me. Uh, I need to put out more videos. I'm going to try and work on that. Uh, get these podcasts up weekly. Uh, last night, I, I couldn't get my podcast recorded yesterday because I had too much going on with the special event I was doing. Uh, so I'm recording this on Saturday. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get it uploaded and everything for YouTube and to all the audio platforms. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, and also, you know, keep looking out for new content in the future. I might be doing some other different kinds of podcasts. And uh, follow me on Twitter to find out what I got going on at Fun Speculation. Um, YouTube channel for the audio listeners is Fun Speculation as well. Um, this is the Xbox Ultimate Podcast, and my name is Mav. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. 